Living with Long Covid podcast. My name is Julie. I'm a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker in May 2020 to COVID-19 patient and subsequently I have Long Covid. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with Long Covid, the impact this has on your personal and professional life. Disclaimer, the podcast is not a medical podcast. I'm not giving medical advice. You would need to consult a medical professional. I intend to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID over subsequent podcasts and I hope you will continue to join me. Okay, so welcome to today's podcast. Um, The title is The True Importance of Self-Care. It's much more than a facial. So before we get started today, I just wanted to say... um, wow this is episode 20 um and i can't quite believe it um but i am so happy i was able to start this podcast and i do thank everyone for listening um and all those people that reach out and let me know that you are finding these episodes helpful um it really does mean a lot and obviously while ever this is helping people i will continue to do my best to put um, the podcast out there as I've said previously if there is anything that um, you, you might want me to discuss or um, you know what have you then please do get in touch and, and let me know um, that would be that would be really good okay so on with today's episode so what is self-care and you know, the dictionary defines self-care as the practice of taking action to preserve one's own health. The practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. I actually um, prefer a definition that I recently read in an article on Very Well Mind, and it quotes a definition of self-care being Um, a multifaceted process of purposeful engagement in strategies that promote healthy functioning and enhance enhance, well-being. Essentially, the term describes a conscious act a person takes in order to promote their own physical, mental and emotional health. So I don't know about you guys, but I think that that's a great explanation um, and I will add the uh, link to that um, article in the show notes and as always I have no affiliation it's just something um, that I came across and it's quite simple to read as well because if any of you guys are like me at the moment reading is a, a difficult task um, and you know I have to keep things quite simple so I have to say I've never understood truly what self-care means um, until a few years ago. So I thought I was practicing excellent self-care at one point to be quite honest um, and that was if I did put on a, um, a face mask um, and relaxed in a nice hot you know warm bath um, with some candles on and a bit of music playing. Um, you know, if I, you know, I'm always drinking enough water, going to the gym, um, and don't get me wrong, these are true elements of self care. They are very, very important. But self care is much more; it's much broader than that. 
um, and something that should, to be honest, come naturally to us all, really. Um, so, for example, and I, I've heard this used for you know quite a few times, but if you are on an aeroplane, you know, and you do need your oxygen mask you must always put your oxygen mask on before helping anyone else including those you love the most and quite honestly that does go against the grain for me um but i suppose it's why does it because it is an absolute true fact that you have to be able to help yourself before you can actually help anyone else so it does actually really make sense However, I do think we are condi conditioned against this in many ways. Um, I do think it's an accidental condition and in most cases, I might add. Um, for instance, you may have seen your parents or guardians take care of everyone else um, in life, but you know, before themselves, taking absolutely no time for them. You know, they may have uh, bought you clothes um, and made do themselves and um, juggled family lives, always made sure you, their children ate before they did. Um, you know, put, put everything that the, the, the children may need um, in terms of um, hobbies and interests before their own. So forgetting to, to actually have something specifically just for them. That's just one one example. Um, and that can become a subconscious learnt behaviour um, I feel like it can my mum's a very hard working lady always has been and I know as a child my mum worked three jobs um, so when I think of my mum I either think of her cleaning the house or going to work you know and don't get me wrong I've got much more memory of my mum than that but I'm just saying in that kind of arena so I do think it can become a subconscious learnt behaviour and therefore it can almost feel wrong to do something for yourself um, over somebody else um, or say no to doing something because you're trying to practice self-preservation. So the quote self-care is not selfish is really true however it actually should not need to exist because it should be something that we feel able to do without judgment, um, that we can do, have practice self-care without it being selfish, you know? So I will admit, I have spent the whole of my life putting many people before myself, um, giving, giving every last drop of me. Um, so truthfully, I had nothing else really to give myself. Um, and I had, beginning to re realize that a few years ago and that was you know really quite productive um and i think it's you know um helps you to be more productive it helps you to be more present and in general happier when you do take a little bit time for yourself and I did, I did that. I took some time for me um, and I practiced self-care. And, you know, it wasn't easy to start with. Um, and so what I actually did at the beginning was try to fit everything else in still, as well as trying to give myself some time and give some self-care to me. 
but I soon realised that that is counterproductive and you're actually not self-caring. Um, you're just causing yourself more um, work to do and more um, stress, I suppose, and less time for yourself. So um, I worked out from home um, initially when I when I um, really got into working out. So as I said, I'm going back a few years. Um but so I started going out to the gym, um, and obviously yeah, I'm talking pre-pandemic. So I I would go out to the gym, and I found that I absolutely loved it. You know, although working out at home is excellent, and if that's what you could do, then that is self-care and that is important. But for me, at that particular point, it felt really different to be able to to go out and work out from home. And it gave me some time that was just for me, made me feel energized. I felt strong. It cleared my mind of any of the day's worries, stress, trauma. Um, you know, I, I, you know, any anything after work, you know, those kind of things. So, and I also began taking some time out for myself to meditate. And I found that really, really difficult at first because for me, it's really hard to stay present. I would often remember drifting um, from meditation because I've got a really busy mind and it wouldn't relax. So I would be listing my to-do list in my head. And I realized that, you know what, that was okay. That's not a problem. It was just a case of trying to realign my mind during the meditation, empty it back out and try to sort of just focus on that meditative time. And it would only be around 10 minutes um, anyway to try and just have that stillness, um, that complete relaxation. As I've pre, you know, said um, on previous podcasts, I was a bladder and bowel nurse practitioner in, in my role for many years. So fluid and fibre intake have always been good for me. I'm very conscious of that. I practice what I preach. Um, so, you know, I am a vegetarian though. So I do realise my diet did lack protein. And of course, that's no good when you're working out and going to the gym. So again, I worked on, on that. And these are elements of self-care. Um, I loved reading books. Obviously, I've said at the beginning of this podcast, I struggle. Um, I can't I can't read a, a book at, at this particular point. It is a name. I do keep practicing. I think um, trying to work on your memory and... Um, and brain capacity is really important but so I but I'd love I love reading books I loved falling into the pages creating the scene from that page in my own mind um, and again I, I love writing poetry so I would take a moment to just you know put those words on a page you know these are all elements of self-care and as I said at the time I felt I was doing a really good job and then obviously the pandemic did hit and as we all know life changed for, for all of us um, in, in very different ways um, and for some of us obviously in terms of, of long COVID um, and chronic um, illness it changed hugely so for me my view on self-care hugely changed as well and I realised how broad it is and how what I was doing was important and I think it was much better than in previous years of not doing anything for myself but I still felt you know it 
it was more than that and I feel it really is even more important than I've realized before and that is because I am important and I'm saying that out loud today I am important and you know what you guys you are important and holistically taking care of ourselves is very important so I continue to work on self-care one of the things I'm still not great at to be honest with you um, and anybody that knows me will know this is saying no and I think it's because I always want to help if I can I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination am I saying but if I can help somebody I would rather try than not so um I do find the word no really difficult but it's not the other person's expectation to be quite fair it's my own it's my own fear of saying no um but I am learning that it is really important to only do what I'm able to do without risking my own physical, my own emotional and my own mental health. So I found a lovely acronym um, over on Pinterest, um, actually, and it's from Your Empowered Life. And again, I can put this in the show notes, the web the web address um, and it has been an acronym it's quite easy to read and you can go back to it as well and it states self-care is all about self it is now that doesn't make sense so let me try again self-care is all about self and it actually is so s is um, the acronym part for satisfying both intentionally and personally okay and then E is empowering it gives you your power back L is lasting and it helps you through your day or week F is fulfilling and it brings you what you need in that moment and beyond and I think that sums it up beautifully to be quite honest possibly not the start bit where I completely messed up but um, you know it does really highlight what self in self-care is so applying self-care if it's not something that is um, something you, you do can be and is really challenging I would put that out there Um, and the energy levels obviously of long Covid are challenging themselves due to fatigue um, um, and exacerbated tiredness, post-exertion malaise all the symptoms we're aware of however implementing self-care will support your self-preservation and help you to help yourself before you help, help others without guilt and I will say it again you have to always help yourself before you help anyone else okay so I am not the master of this you guys I am learning I'm trying to um, practice the most self-minded self-care that I can for me and it, it won't be appropriate for everybody But what I am going to do to wrap today's podcast up is just give you 20 self-care tips and ideas that might get you started or you might add to what your self-care routine is at this particular point. 
So, number one, ask for help when needed. And I know that can be hard. Um, Number two, take time out for yourself. Number three, set boundaries. And number four, put yourself first without guilt. Number five, forgive yourself. Personally, I find that one exceptionally challenging, but really important. And I do find when you forgive yourself, it's a huge release and it is really, really important. Um, Number six, and one I've already let you know, I find really difficult, but is say no when it's not something either you want to actually do or you are able to do without causing yourself harm. Um, Number seven, make mindful choices what is going to preserve you, what is going to be good and helpful for yourself. Number eight, rest and relax and take that nap if you so need it or want it. Number nine, read a book or obviously um, short um, articles, anything that might interest you but that you are able to do. Uh, Number 10, get some fresh air that doesn't mean you have to be walking miles. It doesn't mean you have to do anything other than sit in your garden and just take in that beautiful air. 11, again, slightly controversial because this is only if you are able to, and I have spoken about my own challenges and not being able to, but exercise. So that can be to your limitations and um, what you are wanting to do. As you guys know, I do try um, to implement yoga wherever I can during my le- relapse I've done an odd 10-15 minute session but it's not been possible in the last few weeks at all so anyway 12 listen to music music is such therapy it is actually scientifically proven within your brain how how you activate that feel-good factor and those memories that can support you. So get your favourite tune on. <laughs> uh, 13, eat nutritious foods. And they're always going to be helpful. Um, 14, keep hydrated. As I have said, hydration is um, really important for all your bodily functions. Number 15, laugh and have some fun um you know whether that's putting a a film on that makes you laugh whether that's having a conversation with that person you know always makes you laugh um you know it's it's really important to laugh so 16 write a journal you know brain dump that that the day's thoughts get them down um on paper whether it is just writing the word you know, words, plural, um, you know, of, of how that day's fell if you're not able to fully write a journal at this point. 17, practice deep breathing. Deep breathing is really useful for lots of different things, but it definitely is for realigning your focus. And obviously for many of us, um, I've said about my voice, my voice is because my breathing is not autonomically working effectively so always a good thing to do 
very calming as well if you're feeling anxious in any way practicing deep breathing is really important 18 meditate I've spoken about meditation and it is really useful um, especially seen as how we often get the um, post-exertion malaise and so when you meditate you are literally freeing your mind and your body of, of, of everything and just sitting quietly in that moment which is lovely and if you can't get into full-on meditation just sit in that quiet moment um you know and 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 free your mind just relax so 19 pamper yourself so of course that's when having a face mask or a facial or a massage you know or whatever's pampering for you um he comes into play and is really important so consider that uh 20 catch up with friends and family it's really important to keep those social um elements available and open to you and again they can be challenging i myself have not um been to many events um i've not been able to um interact as freely as previously but it is really important to still keep those people you love around you um yeah absolutely so that's my 20 just to um give you an idea and i hope it is helpful for you um as i said i continue to work on self-care each day um i took my 10 minutes this morning to meditate um in the fresh air it's, i i like to to sit in the garden if I'm able or I just sit in my bed depending on what type of day I'm having um I also listen to some really soothing music um and you know remember as well self-care doesn't have to be costly it doesn't have to be time consuming and it definitely should never ever be stressful it should be part of your life to take moments just for you it's really important and empowering as well and how it makes you feel is priceless okay so on the next podcast i am going to talk about the emotional roller coaster that is long covid um, and how that takes you on that journey i will discuss my own emotions within that and how i have managed them or not at times and why I do continue to look for something positive in each day and I hope you continue to join me if you would like to contact me I always love to hear from you guys you can dm me at julietaylor9545 on instagram you can follow me on that platform too you can also join my facebook uh, page and I'm also on Twitter. I will add all the social media links into the show notes if you would like to follow me on any of the social media platforms. If you are able, it is really helpful if you would click the five star review button, whichever uh, platform you listen from. And if you could leave a review, it really does help the podcast reach more people due to the algorithm and obviously my aim is to reach as many people and help as many people as possible i'm still getting um messages from people which is really nice but letting me know they found the podcast and that they do find um 
it, it does support them to know that they're not alone if, if anything else so you know please do um please do that and um i also i really do love reading any reviews um and you know again i've said previously if there's anything you guys would like to hear me talk about um and and i'm able to then that by all means i will so just drop me a line thank you very much as always and please do take care of yourselves and i shall see you on the next podcast bye bye